This episode is brought to you by NordVPN. Listen up, nerds. No. Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. America, from border to border and coast to coast and all the ships at sea. What? Hello, friends. Do you have a computer? Of course you do, because it's not 1987. Hell, you're listening to this on some kind of computer right now. But do you have a VPN? Oh, (laughs) what's a VPN, you ask? Well, my friend, a VPN is a virtual private network and it offers two key benefits. Enhanced privacy and security online. But VPNs do a lot more than that. VPNs shield your IP address, change your browsing location, and make online life easier. It's all about safety and security, my friends. But, like everything else in life, it's also about watching TV. Don't let your paid subscriptions go to waste. I use NordVPN to access my home content while I'm traveling. Wink, wink. Plus, secure your connection on public Wi-Fi in airports, hotels, cafes, anywhere you go when you're traveling. There's over 6,300 servers in 111 countries, and you can find a nearby server for the best VPN speeds. NordVPN is easy to use. Connect with one click or enable auto-connect for zero-click protection. And it's got amazing speed. NordVPN is one of the fastest VPNs out there. And with just one NordVPN account, you can use it on six devices. It supports every major platform, Windows, Android, iOS, Mac OS, Linux, even Android TV. I think those are all real. Don't miss out on all the awesome benefits for using a VPN. Go to nordvpn.com ifanboy today for a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. The link's in the show notes. Once again, that's nordvpn.com ifanboy. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Um, you ever feel like you really need to get something off your chest? This is this this is a, like a real thing. Like, if you're mad, if you're upset, if uh, if there's something going on, like the I, there's there's often for me an idea. Maybe it's a wrong. Maybe it's a moment. It's it's an injustice. It's something that because you, you keep going on and on over and over in your mind about it, and like that can create anger and resentment or shame, whatever it is. And very often. I have found, I am not a therapist, I have found that when you let it out, when you give it voice, when you say it out loud, um, sometimes it makes you feel better because you've, you've expressed it. And sometimes it makes you realize like, oh, this is not a big deal that I've, it's been stuck in my head. So you give voice to those things um, and it can make you feel a lot better. And shock of all shocks, therapy is one of those things that can help you do that. It can help you be able to say those things in a place where you don't need to worry about the repercussions of it, work your way through it, uh, figure out coping skills, how to get around it, you know, find, find ways to deal with that stuff instead of letting it fester. Um, if you are thinking of starting therapy, uh, if anything I said sounds familiar, you're like, oh, maybe my life would be a little better if I could deal with that kind of thing. You should give BetterHelp a try. It's fully online. It is convenient, flexible. It is suited to your schedule. That's the idea. That's what they're going for. Um, you can fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. That's a big deal. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. That that personal connection, I believe, to be super important. Again, I'm not a professional. Uh, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash iFanboy today. You get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash iFanboy. You're listening to Goodfellas Minute 50. <laughs> I know I'd go from rags to riches if you would only say you Hello, can. welcome to Goodfellas Minute, the only podcast that analyzes the Martin Scorsese picture. Goodfellas, one cattle rustling minute at a time. <laughs> he treats them like cattle rustlers, you see. <laughs> I am Josh. I'm here with Ron. Hey. Sorry. And Connor. <laughs> Did you notice that Josh hates our last names? 
He really does. Whenever he does the open, he never says their last names. He really I does. I always do it on iFanboy that way, and I just like, there's no reason that I need to necessarily do that every time, so I just thought I'd keep it casual. Like I think he just hates us, Connor. We, I, you, need to get, you need to get mob names. Is what you need. <laughs> Ronnie Burns and... Jeez. Uh, oh, well, sorry. <laughs> Minute 50 starts with yet another truck driver... <laughs> Getting, getting manhandled up. by Tommy, and then it ends with a search warrant being executed. It, and it ends with Karen offering the police some coffee. So, yeah, uh, Tommy is on, in full uh, robbery mode, and he's, he's, he's so happy. Now this, they talk about how Jimmy loves to steal, but Tommy's really enjoying it. No, I don't know that he's, well, he's happy at the end of it, but during this, like, so this is one of those scenes where I remember watching it, but I've never looked at this scene in detail. And I didn't realize just how aggressive Tommy is in this. He's and like, so they pull the truck driver out of the truck and he's got the gun and, he, you know, and previously he says, where's the strong box, you fucking varmint. Right. And then they're dragging him along the truck and Tommy just slaps him for no reason. He's a I don't think he likes the stealing the money. He likes the power and the abuse. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, the point is, though, like he's still he's in character. He's having fun. Right. So but, the the fact that slapping the guy around and being violent is not mutually exclusive or no. fun for him, he seems to be having a great time. What I also find amusing is that, and which I didn't notice previously, is that he is holding a gun with a brown paper bag over his hand, which mm-hmm. I would imagine would t- to hide the fact that he has a gun, which mm-hmm. I feel like is offset or or kind of undone by the fact that Henry has a sawed-off shotgun. <laughs> Well, I, I might is, notice why the paper bag. Because well, yeah, which is not true. You use a paper bag when sometimes when you don't have a gun. Right, exactly. Like if he's trying to be a tough guy and like pretend like he doesn't have a gun or not or any uh, anybody driving by, make it seem like nothing's going on. But I feel like the sawed-off shotgun is pretty obvious. <laughs> I think that I think that this is all part of his his fun. Yeah. I think he thinks it'd be it'd be he's a funny guy. I don't know if you heard that. But he he's like, what if I put a paper bag over the gun like I've been like, Yeah, that's funny, do that. You know, or or he's just having that conversation with himself. I think that's yeah. what he's doing. Right. I think he's being playful in his psychopath way. So uh, do you notice he also rips the truck driver's shirt wide I open? I was just gonna I say did. I, I did not notice that until today that the the, the, the shirt is open, the guy's his gut is hanging out. Yeah, his his, his belly's all yeah. <laughs> and what I also I, liked, which I never noticed, is that as they're dragging him away from the truck, the wind blows and blows his hat off and Tommy makes sure to give him back his hat which is just like what? Well, you, like you can take his dignity but not his hat <laughs> that's like when Jimmy that's like when Jimmy let Maury answer the phone Yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's just for whatever reason amidst all this savagery there are rules we must abide yep, by yep. decorum must be adhered to you let a shopkeep answer his phone <laughs> you must give the truck driver who you are robbing his hat back this is such a strange hijacking it's just so bizarre they, not not only the the bizarre aggressiveness of tommy and then the sh- sawed off shotgun which I, I don't think we ever see a sawed off shotgun again in the movie like that, that that's a that's a very bold weapon to be brandishing right well but but then statement at least henry holding it but then they throw the truck driver in a car yeah where are they taking him yeah where are they taking him Usually they just rob the truck driver, right. and they give him some cash, and leave him by the side of the road. Right. Well, here's the thing that I was thinking: if, uh, if you're a truck driver, like on that route there, uh, do you do you like they pull up and you go, "Oh, good, it's Jimmy," or "Oh no, we got Tommy." No, yeah. I don't. Th- I, I don't think they always know who they are. Yeah, yeah. I some mean, of them I, might though, unless you're robbed multiple times. Well, unless well, unless it's a kind of Jimmy unless, said, "We know who you are." No, but he said, "We know who we you know are," who, as he took his driver's license. No, no, he said, "You know who we are," but we know who you yeah, are. So yeah. He also knows them, but but the thing is, is that like you have a situation like back at the diner where the, they had worked it out with the guy previously, 
Like the guy okay. knew to leave his keys yeah, yeah, in the yeah. ignition. Remember, this is just some poor schmuck who's driving down Rockaway Boulevard who doesn't, you know, who he's just trying to t- do his delivery. You know, he's just he, this and, 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 and he gets slapped. I think but, he's getting whacked. Do you think that they had planned this heist or it was just like, hey, look, let's go rob that truck? Uh, you know, that like, there's a good argument for either. Because they probably, because due to their contacts at the airport, they probably know the truck is leaving. So they know there is a truck with something. But I could also see them saying, hey, there's a truck, let's go get it. You know, because clearly they, they, we, they, we don't see how they got the truck driver to pull over. Because what they've got is there's a car in front of the truck, which is theirs. Which is part of their, you know, and they then there's a car behind them. That way, yeah. yeah, what they did, yeah, what they did was they they bookended the truck to get the guy to pull over. So it's coordinated on a certain level here. Is mm-hmm. that there's and it's not just the uh, Tommy and Henry that there's the guys in the car that they throw the truck driver in. Um, they're involved as well too. So I think it's more planned than spontaneous. Okay. Or or they were like, let's go out there and wait for trucks. But also, that would be it stupid because you could waste a lot of money not getting anything. Sure, but lobsters are best. But yeah, but they're at <laughs> night. And then, by the way, it is Frankie Carbone who pushes the guy into the yes. car. Yeah. yeah. So, it's nice. Uh, to see but, but, but why is he going in the car unless they're going to kill him? They're either going to kill him or they're going to are they going to drop him off? They're going to take him. They're going to take him. And they give him a ride home. Yeah, they're going to take him back. to well, the... Jimmy the Gent. They called him. Maybe that was his thing. Well, Jimmy's not. You don't leave. You don't. I know, but he was the boss of that that little crew. Yeah. So he'd say, you know, don't leave him out there. Yeah, yeah. We got to we got to treat him treat him okay because we need. Yeah, maybe I could see that. It's just very funny. Why did he slap him when they got out of the car? Because he's, he's a mean. psycho. He's a yeah. psychopath. Yeah. He's not a nice person. And and then and then we see him with Josh. I, Josh, these are hardworking blue collar guys. I just know. I know. And then if then if, they, if if a restaurateur uh, offends you, Ron, you're a restaurateur. <laughs> yeah. If a restaurateur offends you, then one is justified in smashing a glass bottle upon his head. <laughs> well, what I also think is funny. So clearly, it's the middle of the night, and I imagine there's some discretion going on here. So. Emptying your gun into the air probably, I think, is 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 a bit uh, foolhardy. Well, that's my one of my notes is not really being subtle about the robbery here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're in the middle of nowhere. I don't know. Yeah, well, if they're in the area between JFK and say Brooklyn, there's that's just marshland and yeah, back especially then, back then, then especially back, back then, then, too, then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah they're no, on the it, Bells it, Parkway. It, it Let's depend- talk about parkways, Ron. It, well, I was gonna say, I'm, you know, and looking at where they where they potentially are. I mean, there's a good chance that they're on Rockaway Boulevard, you know, which is you know, which has got it's right next to the airport, right next to Idlewild Park, a lot of marshland there on that side. Um, or nice to dump a trucker body. Or what they did was they're going towards Brooklyn down the Belt and the Shore Parkway, and that's where you're getting close to Canarsie. And all that stuff, and that's all the weeds. That's all like, like when you when like you a, la- when you land at Kennedy, when you're coming in for a landing at the, onto the runway, you know, like you see all that marshland. That's where all the bodies are. Yeah, so. I think the Parkway is probably not a good call because you, it's not really like a thing you could pull over on, and another car would probably come along. Well, you know, they're, they're, that's why I think they're probably on Rockaway Boulevard or on one of the. You know, they're clearly on one of the side streets. You know, they could they could have been on Con, they could have been on North or South Conduit. So if know? there's a truck taking a load through a side street, then that's yeah. that's prearranged. Yeah. Well, but, it, well, even if you think about it, in the '60s, the state of the Parkway is probably is much more. Yeah. It's not <laughs> as as sophisticated as you got now. Especially if it's in the middle of the night, there could be no traffic. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, well let's let's not get, let's not give the. There's Bell also Park- a lot of places to pull pull to the side of the belt. Let's not give the Bell Parkway any credit here. The Bell Parkway is is one it's of a the, it's, it's a monstrosity. Yeah, it's 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 it's, <laughs> it's masochistic. It's really it's. Uh, let's let's yeah. talk about Tommy's look. Well, so so well before we talk about Tommy's look, let's talk about the Bell Parkway. Uh, the yeah. Bell Parkway was actually proposed 
by and built by Robert Moses in 1930. Always Robert Moses. Robert Moses. Uh, you know, and the, the, the idea was to get uh, a way to give modern highway access to Manhattan and connect it, uh, to Long Island and, uh, and Brooklyn and all that sort of stuff. The thing so. about the Bell Parkway is it always looks like there's no traffic on it and there's always traffic on it. Oh yeah. No, it's, oh, it's just, it's and even when there's no traffic on it, yeah. it takes forever. What's, what's fascinating, what's fascinating is that it, the construction began in 1934. Okay. And the idea was that it would be a complete loop that would go around Manhattan and in- incorporate the BQE and all like the, 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 all this crap Connor that we have sat in for years, right? The construction started in 1934 and finished in 1960. They got stuck in traffic. <laughs> okay. Additionally, there was never a plan to call it the Belt Parkway. Huh. It was never supposed to be the belt. It was a belt system that was going to be made up of other parkways, like the Gowanus Parkway or the the Shore Parkway and the the Cross Island Parkway and all that sort of stuff. But because everyone just goes, "Oh, it's the belt," and that section by Kennedy is known as the belt, but it's not. And the, to the point where they the 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 city and the state make signs that say the Belt Parkway, but there's no such thing as the Belt Parkway. So, so I assume you did all this research because you you agree with me this could be the Belt Parkway. Yes. <laughs> sure. This doesn't make any I, sense. I don't. Th- I, no, honestly, in the in the scene, I don't think they're on the Bell Parkway. I think if anything, so you just did that for fun. Just for hey, listen, I'll talk about Parkways. Um, I my guess, I'm going to go out on a limb now. I'm going to say that they're on the Cross Bay Boulevard. Boulevard. Cross Bay Boulevard. Yeah, Boulevard. <laughs> so can we talk about Tommy's clothes. Yes, yes please. please. Tommy's, oh. Tom, Tommy's, jo- Tommy's, Tommy's jaunty hat. Well, he's got he's got sort of the classic. Uh, Gangster hat from a previous era. He's yeah. got sort of a you know Edward G. Robinson kind of outfit on. He has a long blue coat also. Yeah, it might not be blue, but it appears blue in this, which seemed out of place. Like his whole outfit seems odd <laughs> in this con. Like it doesn't fit in with all the other clothes that they've been wearing. Yeah, it's like it's more like overcoaty. Yeah, no, he looks like a he he looks like a gangster from a different era. Yeah, like he, he looks does. like he was he was play acting as Public Enemy Number One. Right, which they. Actually, no. Now, do you think he showed up and then he saw Henry in his casual leisure jacket and goes, ah, we were going to do the thing tonight. You're supposed to do this stuff, too. <laughs> you were going to come on. We were going to do this. Well, then Henry, he, went he, owned, he owned the role. Henry is very blue collar in his outfit. I mean, it's just it's just he's very casual. So, Well, he had just wrapped up a session. Well, uh, well who do you think is warmer in this scenario? Tommy. Possibly. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know what kind of lining. Watch, you see, it's really windy. Tommy's and it's, and it's wet, too. The windshield yeah. is wet. Like, it's been raining. Yeah. yeah. All that That's means Tommy's raincoat. Yeah. Yeah, Tommy, it is. Tommy's blue raincoat. So. And Ram- it, it's, just a ra- it's just a random act of crime that we see. I mean, I guess that kind of proves Karen's point. You know, but like this, this, this crime doesn't have any... It's, it, it, who knows what they're stealing? This is just showing that this is what they do. I really thought you were going to say, this, this crime doesn't have any victims. This has no victims. There are no victims in this crime. Henry is very happy to be driving, by the way, too. They're having so much fun. So much fun. I think this might be the happiest that we've seen them. Yeah. Uh, and it's nice. Yeah. It's nice for them that they get to do that. Sort of I don't think they're on Rockaway because there's no lights around. There's only like, a Yeah, no, that's, what, that's, why, that's why I think it's Cross Bay. That's why I think it's Cross Bay. Yeah. Because Cross Bay is going down through Howard Beach, and then you get to that spot, that that part by the park before you go, take the bridge to um, Coney Island, to Rockaway, mm. to, and to Rockaway Beach, and all that stuff. Yeah, so it's a good coat, the blue coat. It's a good coat. It is. 
I could can I tell you, I could look at maps of Queens like for <laughs> hours. All right, let's talk about the cops who arrived to serve the search warrant. Well, before we talk about the cops who, who arrived to search, search warrant, let's let's talk about Karen and Henry's house. All right. All right. Okay. So Karen and Henry have now moved. They're on out on their own. They're somewhere in the suburbs. I don't know where it is, but my God, the the whoever brought the split level house design to Long Island is an evil person. <laughs> It's, it's quite the, common around here as well. Oh, they're just the, the, like Long Island is littered with these boxy houses where you got to walk up six to eight steps to get to the door, and then as soon as you walk in the foyer, there are stairs that go down and stairs that go up, and it's like it's oh, is it one level? Is it two level? It's a split level. Uh, it's awful. It's awful. It's like uh, I love Long Island, but sometimes the uh, the 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 houses were not uh, not my style. Sometimes that with that with that wrought iron um, railing inside yep. to get up. Oh my god! I had so many friends with houses like this growing up, and it was just like it, it, like I it, even as a kid, I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Why? I just walked in the house. I gotta walk upstairs. I gotta walk downstairs. You, I, gotta walk I gotta walk downstairs. Which way am I going? Am I going up or am I going down? What am I doing? So Detective uh, DC and Detective Sylvester come to serve a search warrant on Henry and Karen's house. Yep. Fun fact is Detective DC is played by Detective DC, Detective Ed DC, who was a retired uh, NYPD detective at the time, and he talks like it. He's got a great, great New York voice. <laughs> and Detective Silvestri is also played by Larry Silvestri. I don't know if he's actually a detective or not. Yeah. Well, DC, the- for sure. Silvestri, don't know. Silvestri and DC both have a good number of acting credits, but... I well, can't that, find any information on Sylvester. And it, it, go, it goes with Scorsese's, you know, he wants to cast the actual, you know, the realistic people. So let's get a cop to do this, you know. So. My gut would be Sylvester is a cop. Yeah, that would be my gut. Or a PI or maybe some something related. Security, you know. Um, but also, Detective DC security. great cases. <laughs> You're looking at him. <laughs> I like that when they hand her the search warrant, there's a very large stamp on it that says search warrant. Well, that's so you can hold it up to the face as you're brushing past them into the house, and they can see it. Yeah, I've never seen. I've never gotten a search warrant, so I don't know what they look like. But I, I don't know if they're that blatant. Normally, Probably. normally they've got that blue paper on the outside of it. Yeah, hmm. I also like Karen. Just like I can sign anywhere. Like, <laughs> I, I, I mean, that's the best part about the scene is the routine nature of it. She's gonna go more into it, but I really like. That she's just like, yeah, we'll just we'll just deal with it. It's not it's think not about, worth it at all. Think about her arc over the course of this whole week, yep. where she oh, starts yeah. as the as the as the temper tantrum throwing new newlywed to now she's the routine search warrant. Right. It, it's because so, this would indicate that she's been searched a lot already. Yes. Right. Well, yeah, no. She talks. She talks about how routine it becomes, and how you just get used to it, and they, and like, and it's part of the it's part of the game. It's part of the you know, like the they would come and they would have their search warrants, and and some of the other wives would be upset, but she always offered them coffee, and you, you know, like, and um, yeah. What's interesting is that uh, I've paused and zoomed in on the search warrant. Uh huh. And so the the police officers are hereby authorized and directed to search for the following property. Okay. Any and all crated appliances, television sets, radios, quantities of tobacco products in wholesale lots, quantities of alcohol in wholesale lots, quantities of crated provisions, i.e. fresh seafood and or prime meat. Hey, there you go. 
That's best. And then, um, and then uh, it gets hard to hard to read from there. I'm uh, impressed, but but clearly they know they know the shrimp and lobsters are good, and they're looking for the TV sets. Look, <laughs> it's basically the contents of the old bamboo lounge. I, it's, <laughs> it would be the odd gangster who who keeps like a crate of shrimp at the house because I imagine that you know the the sell by date on that is is pretty quick. Yeah. What if you really like shrimp though? Well, I mean that's that's possible, but. It feels like that's the kind of thing that you could probably get documentation for. Like, right. we found a crate of shrimp here. We really like shrimp. Is right. it illegal to have shrimp? Right. No. Well, we'll but what's interesting tank. is that the, the distinction of the tobacco the wholesale and al- shrimp, alcohol right. is wholesale lots. Like, yeah. they're, looking, they're mm-hmm. looking for a pallet of cigarettes. Stuff that hasn't been paid taxes listen, on. Listen, why is there a pallet of Salem in your basement? <laughs> it's a lot of, uh, it's a lot of like smoke. There are like a, a lot of Winstons. A lot of Winstons. It's cheaper to buy wholesale. What's your problem? If you, That's why... <laughs> That's why Costco completely blew this uh, law enforcement <laughs> method out of the water. Anybody could go get a pallet of paper towels or whatever. It's, yeah. it's, it's not a thing. They should be booking her for the split-level house. That's, that's the <laughs> that's crime. Not, that's listen, the real crime listen, in this scene. She's not She's not alone in this. I apologize to any of our listeners who live in a split-level house. I understand. It's okay. I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> I don't believe you. No, I am. I, it's just not for me. It's, it may work for you. That's fine. Wow. I will tell right. you. I will tell you uh, where I live. When we were looking for houses, there are a lot of split level houses, and we made an early decision on, early on. We're not doing that. Right? No. Yeah. Well, Am I going up? Am I going down? down? I don't like when you walk in the door. You have to make a decision. That's my problem. Everything's off. Right. It's just, it just <laughs> up it's, is down. Right. It's just right. like the whole time when you go up because upstairs because normally upstairs is where the living room and the kitchen and maybe some bedrooms and stuff like that. Sometimes there's a second floor, but like you always feel like you're not quite like it's like pretending to be ground level, but there's actually another level underneath you where the the, the rumpus room is or the 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 den or the family room, you know, like in the garage. It just uh, it's just a bad design. Who well, apparently this? not because it's very popular. Yeah, I don't know. There must be some economic advantage to it. Well, <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard in that in that moment of silence before Ron said, "Well, that was when all three of us realized that this show was over." <laughs> <laughs> and I suggest that we move on to the, the fuck, fuck count. count. Yeah. Fuck count. Because listen, I can go. I got some details. I know. I know. No, 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 no. <laughs> also realized it was over. And Let's we talk should... about it offline, Ron. <laughs> We're not going to do that. I don't, that that's a waste of time. <laughs> the fuck count for this episode is three, which brings the week total to six, which has us knocking on the door of one hundred, which is the total of ninety six. For the for the movie so far, right. minute fifty. We're at ninety six. So, so we, had we, decent, we had a decent week. We dipped we below to a minute. We were there briefly. And now we've dipped slightly below, yeah. which is slightly. Well, well, uh, last week there was one. I mean, the, the fact that we're able to keep a two per minute average at this point. Right. This week we only had three. So the last two minutes, two weeks we only had four out of right. ten minutes. So pretty good. You know, pretty good. We're gonna ha- hover around this number, I believe, the whole rest of the movie. Okay. I mean, this that's, percentage, not this number. Yeah. So. That's a good number. I just, yeah. you know, ninety-six. I'm sure we'll hit hundred next week. All right. There's some, so, there's some people who believe that Frank Lloyd Wright is the cause for the stop. Because <laughs> the Prairie style Frank Lloyd Wright home had. So, all right, go, all right. Can we mute his microphone? <laughs> Somehow, not to us. We'll hear it. <laughs> Josh, stop other people from hearing take, it. Take us out of here. All right. So uh, 
let's uh, let's let's give out this week's mob name. Um, right. Which I don't. Uh, I didn't write well, down the right one. You said how it before. Do we, how do we? How would how would someone get this mob name? Before? I'm going to get to that. I just want to say the name first. Uh, you could go to our uh, website at uh, goodfellowsminute.com/support, or you can go to, directly to our Patreon page at uh, patreon.com/gfm, and you can support the show. If you are at the level of five dollars a month or uh, more, then you you will be eligible to get your mob name, and then they'll be posted on the website. Uh, you also have our uh, grateful thanks. And the thanks of a grateful nation, also. Um, Adam so, Dew is the lucky patron patron this week. Adam Dew. Adam Dew. Adam Dew. Adam Dew gets the mob nickname. What's great about these is that we don't plan ahead, and either it's gold or Ron starts talking about split level houses again. <laughs> Could be Adam <laughs> Split Level Dew. <laughs> Adam the contractor. Adam the contractor. <laughs> Adam does. Well, you, you, they, can't, they can't all be puns. They can't Listen, all be puns I'm on not, the names. I'm yeah. just, I'm, you know what? If something comes out of the mouth, it's not a final document. I know. This is a brainstorm. There are no bad names. Yeah. Well, that's not what I'm feeling. I'm <laughs> feeling there are a lot of bad ideas. I think we should just make it clear they shouldn't all be puns. Yeah. We've been doing a lot of puns. We, we, we have le- we've talked about this before. We've leaned a lot on... Uh, on the uh, on the, the the riffing off the name, uh, we don't know anything else about the person. We make that part up. So so the last name Du is a uh, Du is actually is is a origin of uh, in within Chi- it's a Chinese name. Okay. So can we do don't something there? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with Connor on that. I think it was an excellent decision that he made. So. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I like contractor. Sorry. <laughs> I like just, contractor. Just nails. The contractor. Nails. 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 That's good. I, the I, I'm hammer. A, the hammer. Well, that's D a nails. That's a little. D nails. Do uh, he's, 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 he's D nails over there? Is that a, is that a little too uh, modern urban? A little too modern urban, I think. Okay, that's yeah. fair. Yeah. I like the contractor. I like the contractor too. But just the contractor? Listen, he's built. Yeah. He's building those split level houses all up and down the coast. But they're made of shoddy materials. That's right. why. So, so what I'm cost. saying is, ah, we're having a problem with those guys out there. What the one on the thing? Yeah, yeah that thing. Send the contractor out there. You got to call the contractor. Yes. Oh, jeez. Yeah, contractor. Exactly. So right. Adam Adam Dew is a hitman as well as really? a split level house builder. Really, the the contractor? You think? It's not cheap. Well, sometimes the thing you, about it is, is the contractor will save you money by putting the body in the foundation of the split level house he's building. So you want to make sure, yeah, he's going to get it done. Sometimes you got to spend a little money to make a little money, Josh. Well, uh, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, I want, I, I don't want to hear anything else about that thing. So let's just get it done right. Call the contractor. All right. <laughs> there you go, Adam. The contractor, do thank there you, Adam, is. for being a patron and supporting us. Uh, you can find all that out as Josh said earlier at uh, Patreon.com/gf. M. And that is going to do it for Minute 50. That feels like a milestone. You can uh, tune in on Monday for Minute 51. Until then, you can check us out on Twitter at GoodfellasMin or on Instagram and Facebook at GoodfellasMinute. And, of course, our website, GoodfellasMinute.com, where all the episodes are and lovely screenshots. Uh, if you have any questions you want to email us, that's uh, something that old men used to do. Contact at GoodfellasMinute.com. Uh, and then uh, don't forget to, again, check out that Patreon page because I'm feeling like if I'm a listener, I, I, I want to have a mob name. And I'm not even I, – I guess I could, patron, I could patronize the show myself. Sure. Okay. You want me to be the commandant? <laughs> yeah. You know, we still need a commandant. <laughs> we do.
I mean, don't. It's not insignificant. Don't don't get me wrong. But we do. Uh, if you like what we do here, um, you really like tangents. I suggest you check out our uh, our sister site, ifanboy.com, and our weekly podcast there, which is about comic books. Um, I think we can make anybody love comic books if you listen. That's what I think. Uh, and you can also please go check out uh, uh, StarWarsMinute.com, where they pioneered this this ridiculous format that we've chosen to do uh, with the the films of George Lucas and Star Wars. And I think that that is going to do it uh, for this week and in Karen's incredible journey. Or will I go from rags to return? My fate is on.